you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Welcome to the sidelines. It is your boy Alan C. in the place to be. It's your boy Random Waves, and you know what that means. It's going to be a random type of show. We don't have under. What's his name? What's his name? Understand Herb and I'm going And we ain't got Coach Tay here today. Yeah, it's just going to be all the way ignorant because we lost to the freaking Browns. All the way ignorant, all the way real, all the way concerned that we had in week one and week two. Your boy was savage yesterday. Oh. Alan C was savage yesterday. Was you around kids yesterday? No. That's good. I had to I, leave. That's good. That's that's real good because I believe I know they were seen some phones thrown. Some, oh, I threw my phone. Some, I, I threw my phone. Some gay, some some a whole bunch of mother effers, just dumb mother effers. Car bitch. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I would like to welcome everybody who's listening to us for the first time on Spotify. We're now officially Ooh. on Spotify. Okay. Spotify, we on uh, LinkedIn, we on uh, Plenty of Fish, iTunes, we on all that. We nationally know why, you know what I'm trying to tell you. So, uh, so bad got- guy, mad guy, we going straight in. We going straight in. Mad guy. Mad guy, okay. Tell me why you got the mad guy that we... Gonna get into the good, bad, and ugly of week four. As week much four? week four, week five, week five. Okay, yeah. week five. As much credit and praise that I gave our offensive play calling in Pittsburgh uh-huh. for looking innovative and looking like we're trying to do something new, mm-hmm. I got to give them equally the you big dummy. <laughs> yeah. It was, yo, I don't know what our game plan was, but that shouldn't have been it. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not going to beat Alabama playing like that, let alone the Browns. You might not beat Ohio State playing like that. It almost seemed like they was too cocky for their own good to the point where they, are. they beat the Steelers and we can go to a vanilla preseason playbook and get, get away with this. Like, we feel like off our talent alone, we can just put up a, a good amount of points. Yeah, Joe said in Pittsburgh that they left points on the on the board, on the field. Yeah, they left a lot of them. How many points do you think they should have scored? How no, the they was hovering out? around the forty the entire first half. They had they had three crucial possessions around the forty, averaging the forty. One of them was a turnover with uh with Buck Allen. Right, one of them was a turnover with Buck Allen that that switched that flipped the field. Yeah, in favor of Cleveland. But when you have a kicker, and all you got to do is get twenty yards from your starting spot, 
and you don't get any points. Right. Yo, that's frustrating. If you notice the past two years, when it came to uh, Justin Tucker, especially when the media was like, oh, he's the most accurate kicker. I was like, oh, you just know something wrong is going to happen. And in the New England game, they hit a block punt. I think one of the Steelers game, we hit a block, I mean, a block field goal kick. This game, it just felt like it was either going to be a wide left or a block kick. And that's what happened. I mean, you left pretty much, I want to say, 10 points to at miscues. To miscues. So I'm you, thinking 13, at least 10. I'm thinking guaranteed 10. I don't, I don't remember the 13, but if you look at it, all right, the block field goal, that's three right there. You, the interception that's seven two six, so I would say that's that's ten points. You should have had a you should have had a touchdown in the red zone that close. You was moving out the field with ease, so you should have had at least seven. So that's guaranteed ten. If not, uh, bad worst case scenario, you get six out of that situation. So that's six points right there that you don't need at the end of the game. You don't need that Crabtree touchdown to win the game. All you need is to run the clock out. Do what you need to let them call that timeouts, get the field goal. You trust your defense. You, you didn't let them score like consistently as a defense, as, as critical I've been. You still haven't yet let a touchdown at the second half. You you let a uh, you pretty much hold a team that's been averaging around low twenties to that one uh, red occasion where they had scored forty plus points versus the Raiders to pretty much twelve points. I mean. As bad as as critical as I am versus defense, you still have to give them up, give that up to them. Twelve points to any NFL team that's kind of that's kind of good. I mean, but you can say the same thing about Buffalo and uh, the Titans. That game had what thirteen to twelve right. of a of a win. So I mean, the defense wasn't playing bad with five. Uh, I want to say five sacks. What one pick? One or two? I think it was one. one. Yeah, it was Take one. On, yeah. Savon Young, did he have a concussion afterwards? Um, I'll, if, if jumping ahead, I would still say that would be the, the good because you did still give your uh, you flipped the you flipped the uh, field position. You average in the forties three or four times. I would say the ugly. Well, of course, it would be always be Terrell Suggs. Will always be Marty. I give another play call, but I'm, I'm gonna go back to you. I'll give take it again. Um, no, we can get to the good, bad, and the ugly. Good was defense. The bad was Crabtree. Yeah, bad was Crabtree. The ugly was play call. I think. Um. Actually, no. I'm not even gonna say the bad was. The bad was Crabtree. But defensively, what I did have an issue with is they didn't commit to a corner. Okay. Now, I understand you have three good ones. Mm-hmm. And Tavon Young is pretty much the odd man out. But you didn't put Brandon... When, in critical spots of the game, you still had Tavon Young out there. Mm-hmm. And you had Jimmy Smith off the field, or you had uh, Humphrey off the field with Tavon Young in there. Go out with your best guys on the field. Right. My problem was with the defense is it wasn't mostly with the secondary, even though they did give up some crucial big plays at the end, especially in the uh, the end of the, the the second quarter where they got the touchdown. They just felt like they was in prevent cover two defense, and they kept going out of field with ease. Mm. Uh, I felt like the major problem was is I was being consistent in saying the linebackers 
can't cover at times. They get lost in the sauce, or they just look like they're vanilla, and they give up a first down. Like, some of the, the second and 21s and the th long third down plays, like, they shouldn't happen. I don't care if you have a pass rush or not. Like, if unless you got a mobile quarterback and he get about 10, 15 yards, I understand that. But a quarterback shouldn't just sit there, and you know you have a man in a certain zone. You know where you need to be. If you do what you're supposed to do when it comes to uh, film study, that playbook hasn't changed. I don't care if you have a different quarterback or not. You know where you need to be film study-wise. Mm -hmm. Why you not tech? Why does it seem like everybody else's defense is like on spot on if they in a zone and mad when they play us? Is it that vanilla or is it our defense is just bad and is lacking that zone or that man where they seem like they're five yards away? That's what I have a problem I think with. it goes to play calling as well. I mean, not saying that the defense gave up points or whatever or to try to put this loss on the defense, but you had plays with Terrell Suggs. It's covering down the field. Yeah. You got plays where Judon is not rushing. He's covering down the field. Mm -hmm. Again, go out with your your best guys doing what they do. And if I'm looking at some of the highlights of the game before I got here, it seemed like a lot of the rushing, even if a four-man, a five-man rush, it seemed like sometimes we in a spy rush. Like, they're looking. They're, they're, they know they feel like they can't get there, but they're not putting it all into it. They're not putting their heads down there. The ears, the ears pinned back, and they're not giving a full rush. They seem like when they when they put on a full rush, they get close and they can get they can beat Donovan. But when they feel like they just lacking or they tired, they just like, all right, whatever. Like I, I don't watch. Like, Baltimore about to hate me, but this is why I'm the mad guy. Okay. Terrell Suggs is not your defensive end outside linebacker anymore. Hmm. You know what I have a problem with Terrell Suggs with in that particular game. He can be dominant, but then he cannot be dominant. He takes players off. He does, and that's always been him. How can you? But he's always been able to, you know, recover when it's time for the sack. How do you know you have a guaranteed move against a, a tackle and you don't use it consistently? Like, it was one of some of the holding plays that you got them to go against them. They had a, what, they was at least eight. The nine penalties deep off a of holding alone, they mm -hmm. were seventy five yards. You know you can you was demolishing that left tackle, and then the times you don't you could have had a you could have had a three sack game that game, probably two strip fumbles, but you yet they don't do it. Take players off one. Like I said, that's always been him, but he's always made those timely plays. And you know who I don't know if this was uh like play calling wise defensively or like just. Uh, fatigue. Brandon Williams, when he's in the game, sometimes he can be dominant, but then when out the game, a struggle. Like we don't. I, I get that Pierce was hurt, but we that weak on defensive line depth that we need to have a fullback hybrid in there to play D tackle. And he's getting double teamed and pushed back. Now, I get it. He had a good showing in preseason, but that's preseason versus guys who's trying to make the squad at the end to practice squad to even get right. signed by another team. This ain't. This is. This is the. This is. The, Regular season starting NFL. Mm -hmm. You mean telling me you can at least try to have Wormley in there a little bit, a little bit more, like just set it, like at least set an edge and not get pushed back a lot. I don't understand. Again, this goes back to Suggs, and again, Baltimore, y'all gonna hate me for it. I don't understand why he's still outside. Mm -hmm. If you need someone to move inside, Suggs is only giving you a ball rush anyway. Right. Put him inside, and then 
I don't understand how we spend a whole draft two years ago on a corner and pass rush, and we still don't have a pass rush. Right. Like, what What the hell was that draft for? I don't... Well, like, why do, why do we not have Cooper Cup if we're not going to use these pass rushes? Or, <laughs> I know Harold has something to say about that. Or, or, or Juju, or... Or, whatever. or uh, like, Michael Thomas, or something. <laughs> Like, but, why do we still have not have these guys and we still don't have a pass rush? Or what, what's wrong with Bowser? <laughs> what is he doing? What is he not doing in practice? Or what is he not doing in the game that he's not transitioning to having more time? I mean, even Tim White was hurt. I don't know what his real illness was. He was hurt. I mean, they, it's blame all around hmm. offensive and defensive. Tim Williams, mm-hmm. Bowser. Jadarius Smith has been playing a lot better recently. Okay. But any of these guys on passing down where you're taking Brandon Williams off the field need to be outside and service inside with his pass rush. Right. Nothing will mess up a rookie quarterback. Baker's good, but nothing will mess up a rookie quarterback more than a direct A gap pressure mm-hmm. saying that that guy sucks. That's that's but that's the if we <laughs> I feel like if we had a more of a Wade Phillips type of guy who can develop a stunt and develop a uh Type of a play caller way it can open up guys. He's been known to pretty much get a lot of people money, and Denver and and Houston and the Rams. He's been, he's been mm-hmm. known to get pressure on the QB. And right now it's it's crazy because it's happening, but it's not happening is enough. And it's and sometimes I mean that they they are cover sacks that we're getting, but it's just right. like in the crucial. Cause the corners like are you good. Develop, you, you're not calling them the right plays. The secondary has been playing well all year. The pass rush is not helping out the secondary. Yeah, I feel like the, the weak link on our team is always going to be. I mean, I get people don't like Weddle or sometimes Jefferson, but the weak link on our team is when it comes to pass coverage is is the linebackers because they go right to them. It's either a, a tight end or a call, or it could be a running back and. They get eight to ten, or they bounce out, and we can't get nowhere near them. Nobody can set the edge, or nobody can get around that corner and, and be dominant and stop. I mean, look. I mean, look at look at the running backs that we face. That we have trouble with Joe Mixon and Hyde. They both had that little stutter step at the line of scrimmage, hit the hole, bounce out. And then what that tells me is, one, our linebackers is guessing. Two, our defensive line is not getting enough pressure because you shouldn't be able to stop, breathe, and stop, pause and pick your way where you need to be at. Your defensive line is a short better than what they have been, and they, they haven't been. Yeah. And it, it, this is, like, everybody says, it, like, this is early, or this is, I mean, it was the Brown and stuff like that, but this is a game, if you want to make the playoffs, you can't have that type of game because then you won't look back in the end of the season like, dang, or we need the Jets to lose, or we need the Jacksonville to lose, or we need Titans to beat this team. No, if you take care they of business in the earlier season and not lose 9 or 12 to 9, then you won't have that problem at the end of the year. That's what irritated me when I said we lost to the Browns. Everybody coming up, well, the Browns not a bad team. Listen, I'm not saying that they're a bad team, but I'm saying for us to say that we are a good team, and uh, Remy said that we're the most complete team in the AFC North, and we lose to two other AFC North teams, like it don't, it's not adding up to me right? at all. Yeah, I, I feel like with that loss right there, even though Cincinnati is still balling and still playing good, I still feel like this is up in the air for 
the three teams in the division. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like the Steelers, that win right there being 2-2-1 two, two, and one, helps your cause. You don't need one more person to leave to do something stupid, and you right. can go right back and win in the division again. Right. You got to play the Cincinnati. You got to play another team. You want to have a bye week. You want to have Bell coming back. You might ease him in the situation, but you're not going to be dumb because you're going to still want that man goal to go to the playoffs and win. So that being 2-2-1 two and two and one helps your cause out tremendously, and, you know, beating the Falcons the way they did shows a lot. Being 3-2 and two with the other two teams in your division, one beats you and one you beat, being 2-2-1 two, two and one mm-hmm. is a lot closer than being 4-1 and one and having another team be 1-2 and – no, one, three, and one. Right. Like, you just gave the whole division close again. Mm-hmm. And you have the Cincinnati pull away. Exactly. Because you lost them. And with that game <laughs> happening right now, you're away. You got to go to the Titans. You got to play another away game. So, I mean, they had another close game. Their defense, um, you know, creates pressure. Their offense, you know, do what they need to do to win games. But can you beat them? Can you win? I feel like as a, as a as a Raven fan, I'll be like it's up in the air. But you should you should beat. That's the team that you should beat. You should beat. But and then you don't know. Last year we had a lot of turnovers. Of course, a lot of those uh, are the games that those are the games that worry me. I don't know how y'all are as you know sports fans or Ravens fans. If it's a team that we should beat, I'm nervous as hell. Right. Because that's the team that we always lose to. I well, called it at work. I was supposed to be going out. On Sunday, I was like, you know what? I ain't got enough up on Sunday. Because uh, we're going to lose to the Browns, I'm going to be mad. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I told I told her, Humble Beast, I was like, look, man, it's my birthday. They're going to lose. I already know how to feel. I know what it's going to be. But it's the way we lost. It's like, you had, what, two, three opportunities? Each team had almost like three opportunities in overtime to win that game. But the end of the game or the fourth quarter, you still had an opportunity to close the game out, put your defense on. They got to score a touchdown to win a game. They missed a field goal and put us at the 45, 47. And you couldn't score. And you couldn't score. Again, you need 15 yards to be in Tucker's range. 15. Alex Collins fumbled too, right? No, just Buck. Just Buck? Yeah. So we had a Buck Allen. Buck uh, Allen fumble and Joe Flacco interception and two turnovers. Yeah. And Baker had one for the extra one. And you know I didn't like the play right there. It, everything was congested. They like they knew we was gonna go right and play. That play looked so familiar. It reminded me of Monday Night Football when Tampa Bay played the Steelers. They had the blitz come out the edge, and uh, what was what's his name? Uh, Bostic. He had the tip for the for the interception. And then when it came down to that play, same thing. You had the, you had the blitz coming off the end. You had the blitz coming off the end with what? Uh, Tell you the truth, it was if it wasn't for that tip pass, it probably could have been pick six, because Denzel Ward was gunning for everything for that. So I didn't like the play calling right there, and I didn't like the throw either. But uh, to have this game lost and to give that team hope is crushing. It is. It is. I don't care what anybody say. They can have their own thoughts. Oh, it's early. When it comes to the end of the season and y'all sitting there mad, y'all tell y'all that y'all die hard. Uh, Y'all diehard Raven fans. When y'all look back in the season, really, we like one or two games away. We could have beat them. No, I don't want to hear it then. These games count. Because when we play teams like the Saints, and we play teams like the Panthers, and we got to play the Steelers again, and they want to be more hungry with Bell, and we got to play uh, we gotta play them at the end of the year, you think they're going to give up anything? 
No. No. You got to play better than that. Probably Defense, offense. I mean, Crabtree, I don't care what he said. He got to go back to the drawing board. You a receiver, bro. You been in the league for how long? That should be pitch and catch. You couldn't pit it no better. Yeah. You couldn't put it no better. I seen DeAndre Hopkins. Granted, he's a different caliber receiver, but it's still pitch and catch. He threw the ball to him. He caught it. He made a play. He made a hell of a play. What did we? How come every time when we have a game winning drive, we just seen t- players like Mike Wallace, Matt Macklin, uh, different tight ends? Uh, when it comes to um, Crabtree, when we got game winning drives, we have receivers that do not show up. Yeah. And we had a whole team that didn't show up. We didn't. We had a whole team that didn't show up. I mean, yeah, because if it was Derek Carr, pitch and catch, we'd be talking about Derek Carr as an amazing quarterback. Pretty but right good. now, we're talking about how Joe Flacco, they, people want to burn his house down and put in Lamar. Pretty good. People's not realistic. I mean, this is this <laughs> is one time where I can't pin the whole game on one side. It's just both sides, coaching yeah. and not coaching. It seems like sometimes I'm getting tired of Harbaugh because it's like his antics is just stupid. His his facial. Uh, you just getting tired of it? Because I don't really pay attention to him. I pay attention to the players. Like I said, it's been... That's been our formula. It's a game... We beat the Steelers, and it's a game we should win. That's, a, that's, a, that's our formula. Uh-huh. Long as we, we beat the Steelers, long as we pull out all our trick plays and amazing plays and everything else like that against the Steelers, you know, John, the job is safe. Like I said, we keep the two two coaches in Ohio. We keeping them employed. And it's not. It's not a. That's a statement. That's a fact. Because at the end of the day, like, who else are we losing to? Like consistently in our division. Why do we have to go against? Like, I'm not taking anything away from the Browns. They they played their hearts out. But then, if you feel like you a better caliber of a team, they shouldn't have been nowhere near. If you're a great team, you don't score just nine points. Thank you. That, there's no, Thank you. not with all the rules in the NFL. I watched a one and four giant team pull pull their hearts out. You know they lost. They put up twenty plus points, thirty at that. With no line. With no line. <laughs> they, I just seen it on ESPN or just now. They, they seeking, they are seeking trade offers for flowers right now. Right. Like yo, I give you a seven and some money to take them, please. <laughs> With no line, they put up twenty something points. Exactly. With all the rules in the NFL, we score nine. Hell no, that's it's not acceptable. It's not. Like what the Steelers have done in putting themselves back into that division, and the Bengals with what they've done, and so on. And they are right, we seventeen down. Then they going into the fourth, and we pretty much win that game by ten. Going into the fourth of defense, well, a little bit of dumbness with Tannehill, but still. The, yeah. the composure to come back and win that game by 10 and just say, like, yeah, yo, I don't care what we go through. We're going to do everything we need to do to win this game, get to the playoffs, and win. Shout out to Sideline Talk because we damn sure scouted the whole Cincinnati defense. What? <laughs> we scouted their defense. From the nice. corners to the, to the DBs <laughs> to, the, to the D-linemen. It ain't nobody. And, and some of the, if we could have started back then with AJ Green was coming out, we would have scouted him too. <laughs> Joe Mixon. Looking at uh, Hubbard making plays. I'm like, what the f- nigga? I'll scout you. <laughs> right. Dunlap, all that going into Dunlap. Nigga, you was in Florida. I watch you. <laughs> hey, come on now. 
Gino, we still balling. Doing what they need to do. Jersey Bates. Like, come on now. Like, yo, I mean, right now, I mean, shout out to Remy. He, he, I mean, he called it how he said more than a lot of others want to say it. 9-7, 10-6, maybe at the best team. And I, I speak with my guns. I mean, you see what the uh, the Patriots did. I don't care what nobody else is going to say. That you can say it's lazy. You can say it's that. He get his favorite weapon back. It's a problem. It's a yeah. problem. And then what Kansas City did in Jacksonville, I mean, to Jacksonville and Kansas City, what that tells you, that means if they get a home by uh, second or first round, and if, the can- if it goes through Kansas City, it's going to be a tough time. And that defense is starting to get better. And maybe if you get Eric Berry, you get you get to uh, he get to put people in their places and make blitzes and do what they needed to do. What? That team's gonna be a problem. The way how fast they score and they make you try to score with them, man. Yeah. And then Blake Bortles throwing four picks, one of the dumbest four. I don't know who had who gets the biggest dummy award out of all of them. Blake Bortles or Tannehill? Tannehill look like a goddamn Kareem hook shot. <laughs> no, it don't. Kareem shit look way better than that. <laughs> It looked like, you know what it looked like? It looked like Stevie Wonder tried to shoot again. Yeah. That's, that's what, what it looked like. like. <laughs> he turned around and did something. You know what? It, it was like Stevie Wonder and Jameis Winston type shit. Mm-hmm. When he in trouble, but he just throw a stupid, but then he blind at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was like the dumbest stuff ever. So I would have to give it a Tannehill, but this shit. But Blake Bortles shit, bouncing off his own line and helmet. Wait, he was looking like he was trying to lead somebody and it just like went, no. <laughs> like I don't know what you that's what they get talking all that shit versus the Jets they come back and throw four picks like people be like oh Blake Bortles this Blake Bortles that like yo y'all really see Blake Bortles he's throwing crossing routes and sometimes 50-50 balls that people are actually winning like that was he my... got the receivers that's actually winning 50-50 balls DJ Chark yeah LSU LSU senior bowl we scouted him too you scouted him too. So I mean, but, yeah, I mean, Blake Bortles, Jackson, <clears throat> Jacksonville was my AFC pick right. to go to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. They are missing two critical people on offense that makes that pick what it was: Cam Robinson and Leonard Fournette. And the funny thing about it, ESPN was like they averaging about at least two to five more points with Yelda in the lineup than they did at Leonard Fournette. And they was averaging more points per game with Leonard Fournette. I mean, with uh, Yeldon in the game than they had Leonard Fournette. But the problem is... But they, they fighting the score, though. That's right. the thing. But I, I, don't, I feel like you need the Leonard Fournette because he wears down the defense. Right. He's the hybrid where he just be like, he's the Adrian Peterson, ground and pound, knock you out, and then... When you get tired, you get a little achy in the third third quarter, here comes Yeldon running past you. Like, God damn, on the wheel route or just on the bounce out. Like, that one-two monster is what make that team dangerous. It wasn't Blake Bortles or it wasn't the receivers. It was that one-two tandem. Because they had the receivers before. They just didn't have the run game in the offensive line. That's right. why they struggled a lot, too. Right. That's what I said. You had Cam Robinson over there. That left tackle who they had before right. Cam Robinson. And to get him in the second round, early second round was still. Yeah. Cause he was he came in with his navy blue suit. He knew he was getting drafted first round. I thought, oh, yeah, Panthers need you. Go ahead and get him, Patrick. They was like, nah, Christian McCaffrey, we good. <laughs> they was like, we good. And I mean, look at this game right here. We got Buffalo 13, Titans 12. 
I mean, pretty much what? The only touchdown was the the, the, was the 15 plus yard run with Josh Allen. Yeah. And that's the team. That's the Titans right there. The team that beat Jacksonville. They barely could score 20 points a game, but still winning. I mean, come on now. So, mm. any more takes of the Ravens before we go ahead and talk about the rest of the NFL? Um, well, all right, how about this? What was the uh, crucial play that you think ended know. it all? I think that mixed field goal at 45. I mean, Black not the mixed field goal. Excuse me. Field goal? No, when we were, when they missed the field goal and put us at the 45 and we couldn't do anything with it, mm-hmm. that was a game. Because that was the end of the game, that was the end of the overtime. Right. Um, so in the game, end of overtime, pretty much at that point, without scoring, mm-hmm. only had a chance at a tie. I feel like, especially the, when they gave that first down up on the what third and whatever that was. Yeah, you you were playing for a tie at that point. I feel like uh, that block in the back hurt it. That block in the back with uh, Alex. Alex, uh, no, Chris Moore. No, I'm saying for Alex, I mean, Alex Collins had his big run. Yeah. Okay. That was pretty much the end. Because, it, I mean, I, what was that? Remy. Remy hit the message. It was like, why is Chris Moore not on the field as much more? And he made that because after he made that, like, long uh, first down play, mm-hmm. the next play, and mm-hmm. he had the block in the back, which was a was a pussy call because he, he sidestepped and, and, and he put his hands up, but he really didn't touch him. But then he was like, you know, he had a LeBron flop. They're going to call it every time, so I don't know why you need to be. You don't even know why you even need to be in there. All you had to do was stand still, just get in his way. Uh, worst case scenario, he get a five, but he's known to break tackles. He's known to break tackles in open field versus DBs and linebackers. So all you got to do is stay there. If you don't see his numbers in the front in the front of, his, uh, in front of your face, don't touch him. And that right there, you already about to be in field. You pretty much already in field goal range after that because you get a – with a, a 12 to 15 yard run. So, uh, Herb said two blown calls, both blocks in the back were bogus. So, I agree. I agree. But, uh, one, I feel like once a team is wielded to win, like they, everybody wants you to win, they're going to do pretty much everything they want after a while to put it in your favor. It just felt like that. Even from the beginning of the game, the story was written that you didn't even know how close it was. It was, Going into the half, pretty much six six or you know what I mean, like six to three. Yeah. So it was like you Yo. you already know what type of story they're gonna put up yeah, for. Them. You had epiphany with you what happened. Light bulb just popped up. Only time we had a lead in the game was three to nothing. And we had that three lead, three to nothing for like all the way to like from the beginning of the first quarter. Until to, that to the cover end, two. <laughs> yeah. To the end of the second. I'm with you, Coach. Tay, I hate cover two. I hate Tay it. was like, yo, before the even drive started, <laughs> before they even got the kickoff started, they was like, please don't put it in cover two. And I was like, watch that cover two hit. And it was right up right up the same, right behind CJ Mosley. And it seemed like <clears throat> they was playing like cover three and cover four at the end because it was a lot of the times where uh, Humphrey was just giving the release away to the safety. And the safety had bid on the, uh, the tight end. I was like, why y'all running that, bro? Like, come on now, play press, play. You know they trying to score. A t- like, give them, if, if anything, give them that field goal. 
Nah, you gave him that touchdown. Fight for everything. The team gonna fight for everything. Every team that plays us or every team that's been known to be losers or is fighting for everything, like a team like that, they gonna hit you with the juggler. You can't play past them. Mm. How you gonna fight a team that's like, like Drew Brees that's gonna put up like four fifty tonight? I know you're mm. hoping that he get two hundred, but that's not happening. We need two hundred one. <laughs> you need two hundred one. He already gave him interviews saying what it's gonna feel like. He said, you know, he already thanking people. That's gonna be what two ninety five night. Gets the gets the Redskins at home. It's gonna be at New Orleans tonight. In the dome. What? Yeah, that's an easy three. What? Three fifty for the night. Even in the three fifty loss, they gonna have a parade for that nigga. Yeah. Like I'm not just gonna say the Redskins can't win that game because you know that whole division playing pretty tough. I mean, even though the Giants is not doing what they need to do. I'm about to say, I don't know about the whole division. I said they, the whole division playing tough. I ain't saying they playing good. Oh, okay. Like, they not getting blown out. Like, okay. The Cowboys didn't get blown out. The Eagles put up a good fight. They just had, you know, the Minnesota just wanted them more because of what happened in the, in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Redskins got the top. Well, we just said it last week. They had a top five defense. They coming off a bye. So, they got a little healthy and getting hungry. I just wish they had guys. Redskins got a top five defense. They had a top five defense. They so, had. Well, because you don't know the numbers now after okay. until they play. So next week when we come back, you don't know where they could be at. Okay. But they was t- in total uh, total defense. They was top five defense. So where is this defense ranked as far as pass uh pass yards? Pass yards? Yeah, like one ninety eight. No, 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 no. no All no, right. No. You, 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 it don't matter. He he putting up the numbers. Think about it. He he only had like a little bit more over twenty something points versus the Cleveland. He puts numbers up anyway. Like, I don't even know what how many uh how many points uh how many yards Flacco had how many did he have? I don't know. We threw way too many times. I felt like we abandoned the run a little bit too. Early. I mean, you can we can say that, but then when you trying to score and you trying to do that, but it, though the problem is when I had when I just noticed it in the first quarter, when we under center, he can't run for shit. It don't matter what we do. When we're under center, we can't run. But when we run out of that shotgun formation, and that's the threat of two different formations, that run pass option, it hurts defenses. Mm-hmm. Think, of the, think of the first, look at the, the play that got us down there before he threw the pick. He was in a shotgun formation. He gave the Ascot and he bounced it out right behind. Uh, it was Boyle, uh, Stanley. When he run, when there's a tight end over there, they run better. They run better when they got a tight end over there. So, I mean, and to hold him out for. To hold him out without a touchdown, without Flacco, without a touchdown, that's just, you got to say that hurt. You got to say that hurt. Yeah. I mean, this is a team that you, you put up, you put up 47 in week one, you put up 23 in week two, 27 in week three, 26 in week four, and you only put up nine. I know you have your bad days, but your bad days should be 14 at least. Right. Yeah, Not your bad nine. days in your single digits. Not nine. Your lowest totals was 23. Lowest total was 23, and you put up only nine? Like now, And your next game is at 425, both three and two teams, Titans. Uh, Don't lose to your old defensive coordinator. And then you finally come home, and you play the Saints. That's three and one. Don't They could be four and one after this, after tonight. And then you got to go away to a three, like right now to a three and one team. Don't know where they could be in week eight to the Panthers. 
And with that defense, how Memphis only lost once. Yeah, they only lost once. Damn. And then you gotta play the Steelers after that bye with Bell coming back. You don't know what that schedule could look like. And then you gotta come back home to the Bengals. And then another home game to the Raiders. Mm. I mean, you should win that game. That's another game. You should win that. But seems like Derek Carr got your number. Jordan Nelson can probably give the slowest double move to Jimmy Smith. And you can be like, how the f- did that happen? Mm. Right. And then you got to go to no, Georgia. No, that's, that's not what happened. Nah, then you got to go to Georgia. We don't ever have no good times in Georgia, do we? They better not. I'm talking about we. That's what I'm saying. They better not. Lose. They better not take this out in Georgia. They can't gotta, do that. Then we gotta go to Kansas City. We gotta play James. Then we gotta play Phillip Rivers, which he always didn't have hot number since Ray Lewis retired. So I don't know what the hell's gonna happen in L.A. And then we play Week 17 Browns. So we pretty much looking at beating the Browns to have a shot. It's gonna come down to us beating the Browns. The let game, the letdown game, should have been next week at the Titans. That should have been a letdown game, and then you try to bounce back right versus the Saints. Now, one thing about the Saints game is they talking about flexing that because the night right now the, the Sunday night football game is San Fran and someone else, but they saying since without Jimmy Garoppolo, they talking about flexing that game. Can they flex it this early? I gotta see Damn. who was uh. I nobody feel like being out there at eight o'clock at night. But it ain't gonna be cold. I'm still it ain't gonna be cold, Allen. Yeah, you're right. It's Drew and, and Ravens. So right. I'm gonna be out there anyway. You get to see history. Hopefully. What you mean? You still gonna be seeing history even after he broke it? Cause that's more as your adage. You gonna be like, you gonna be home. You be like, son, I remember when Drew Brees put up this amount of numbers with this amount of touchdowns. I was there for that. 326, three touchdowns, two picks, and a loss. And a loss, you ask him too much. How about 400 plus yards and, a, and a three touchdowns and a loss? You got to be more realistic. All right. <laughs> it should be. All right. All right. I mean, no one's going to get the two picks. I was, I was bullshit with the two picks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to look for the. Uh, I don't understand. I got my tickets for that game ready. I know you do. Ready. So, all right. When it comes to was uh, we at week six, right? Yes. When that's no, the, that's week the, five. No, five no, 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 no. No. We play in week seven or week six. It's about to be week six next game. Our next game is week six. Oh shit. Right. Yeah, we were injured. No, we played them. No, no, no we seven. played. We played the Raiders week. Week. Uh, no, no, no. I'm confused. What are, you, what are we asking? <laughs> I'm asking. Uh, don't worry. I'm about to find it now. I'm about to find it right now. So the Thursday night game for weeks October the 18th is Denver and Arizona. That's gonna be horrible. Yeah, so okay, here's the here's the Sunday night game for that game. It's the Rams versus San Fran. <laughs> and it was like they might they might flex the game, but if we don't win, they're gonna leave that full something. They like, yeah, I'd rather leave this one. 
So, to go back to week five, Thursday night game, the Colts lost to the, the New England Patriots, 24-38, which was expected. Um, the Titans lose to the uh, Buffalo Bills, 12-13. The Falcons lose to the Steelers, 17-41. They put up a good amount of pressures, sacks, turnovers, touchdowns. They was all over the field. Broncos lose to the Jets, 16-34. I know they're getting pissed off. I don't know what is going on right now. But now, uh, what I expect, Jackson to lose to Kansas City because I don't believe they are what everybody thinks they are. They're Blake Bortles away from always losing. Um, Green Bay surprisingly lose to Detroit, 23-31. Um, everybody knows about the Ravens and Cleveland game. That's probably going to be the most talked about game since uh, Buffalo getting to the playoffs. They lose to Cincinnati. The Giants lose to the Panthers in dramatic fashion with a 63-yard field goal. Like, how devastating is that to have a 63-yard? Like, that's something that we should have, a 63-yard field goal or something even longer I'm than sorry. That. I hate to keep harping on it. Hate to keep harping on it. Ah, uh, there you go. What in the entire fuck was that last play? With eight seconds left in the fourth quarter. Which one? Some fake ass nail down. I'm gonna take <laughs> Alex Collins slow ass to run up this. Like mother, you got Joe. A quick out and you in Tucker range again. And there's only five seconds left. It's like eight. <laughs> no, it was five. It was five seconds. I wouldn't even see why you did it. I was just grabbing nail. That's a way. Somebody could have got hurt. That would have been dumb. Right now, everybody's saying, well, what if it would happen? It would have made it. you talking about Alex Collins. Alex Collins' slow ass gets walked down by linebackers easily. He's probably a short, a shoestring faster than Max Williams. Now, he's elusive as hell sometimes. Right, he's elusive, but he's slow. Yeah. He's going to jump on you, but just turn around. He's right there. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, we had the opportunity to win that game and didn't. So... Shout out to Jay Ajaye towards ACL versus the Vikings. Will miss the rest of the season. They be all right. Eagles struggling this year? Yeah. They two and three. So, uh, to continue, uh, the the, uh, the Dolphins, they lose in dramatic fashion, 17-27 to the Bengals. 27 Both. straight points. Yeah, 27 straight points. Well, they, they Two all of them was defense. They all came in the fourth quarter. Damn. Remember, they all came in the fourth quarter. Um, the L.A. game, the Raiders played pretty much played. They tried to play the Chargers. They lost 10-26. to The Cardinals beat San Fran 28-18. The Vikings beat the Eagles in a rematch of the NFC Championship 23-21. The Rams had a tough one with the Seahawks, which was was a good game, thirty three to thirty one. It was a lot of concussions in that game. Cooks got out, Cooper Cup got out, a lot of injuries in that game. That was a uh, tough fought game, and another overtime game that just ended just like the uh, the Browns Ravens game was the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans. Yeah. All because of DeAndre Hopkins. I receive that makes the play, wins the game. Unlike us. Receivers did not make a play to win the game. It's almost it's almost unfair to ask any wide receiver to be nook, but but you 
play a receiver to do what? To do what? First catch the ball. That's it. That's your job. I've seen him catch more difficult passes than that. Behind the back, shoulders in the corner. The Kansas, the, the Kansas City versus Oakland game, he had a whole bunch of tough catches. I mean, you don't have eight touch, eight touchdowns in back-to-back seasons, and then you finally can't catch a damn cold these days. Like you better, you better sit there and practice until your hands bleed, pretty much. I mean, Joe ain't throwing the ball like fucking uh, Brett Favre. It got a little touch on it, and right there, you should have caught that. The first one he missed in the end zone was kind of by hiding behind Crabtree. He made the adjustment on the throw for the potential game-winning throw. Mm-hmm. You you got to catch that. Right. We didn't see we didn't see uh, receivers at that caliber make those catches under the caliber, make those catches beyond, make those when you in the game and you're a receiver, you make that catch. At the end of the day, we're not having like, oh, we left too many points on the board, but we still got that win. We walked out of here with a win. That's how the game should have been. This game should have been left in the defensive hand with like 40-something or less than 40 seconds left in the game. They got to throw prayers. They got to get down the field with uh, with um, with a touchdown. Yeah. They only got two timeouts. They don't have a two-minute warning or they have less than two timeouts. You still fight to win that game. And I feel like as, as much as the defense pissed me off, they still did their job and hold the NFL team to 12 points. I mean, if you, back in the day, if you could hold a team to 12 points, you're pretty much putting up at least 30. That should be a guaranteed win. But then shout out to that defense holding us to nine. For a team that we averaged 12, we, we was 12 for 12 in the red zone. 12 and 12 for the red zone. It seems like now we should expect a guaranteed turnover in any game that we play. I don't know where it's going to come from in uh, Tennessee. I don't know where it's going to It shouldn't come nowhere from the Saints. But it's going to come from somewhere. Hmm. Searching the baseball. Ah. <laughs> Girl, I'm so mad at that damn blush, yo. It was expected. I told my coworker, I was like, I'm going to tell you how we're going to lose, why we're going to lose. He was like, yo, you can't think like that. So I throw my team. Yeah. It's like, it's not, the same it's, not, it's not talking stupid or you shouldn't think like that. You just know your team, what yeah. they're going to do week in and week out. Like, it's, it's, it's like, it's, it wasn't even effective. I said, we should win. I'm like, well, I know we're going to lose. And this is why we're going to lose. And he was like, nah. And then I texted him. I said, what I said? He was like, you called it? I said, yeah. I know I called it because I know my team. Yeah. It's not fact of being a fan. If you know football, you're a fan of football. And you're realistic about your team. Yeah. Or football, period. You'd be like, all right. Mm-hmm. Just like just like I'm realistic about a lot of thoughts on the, uh, the only for sure thing about the playoff scenario right now is like how you're Super Bowl wish. The only thing that I can see right now is the Rams. Yeah. Everybody else you don't see. Like even I, I still pick the Patriots. It's like, but you still don't have for sure coming out the AFC. It's not going to be Jacksonville. They not for sure. I don't care what nobody. They can convince me all they want. That defense is only going to get them so far. And it was shown just now because the team put up thirty to year seven at one point without Pat with, with him throwing two picks. 
and him rushing the touchdown. The person who shouldn't have scored that many touchdowns he did was Kareem Hunt. You would think he would have been locked down with the linebacking cause that they had, the defensive line they had. But he still put up, Pat Mahomes still put up numbers. He's still eating up the defense. He still sees the way, the field, the way Andy Reid's dealing, calling plays. Like, if you watch it, it's like harmony when you watch him. It's like, damn, he put this together, he put this together. It's like, damn, you couldn't call that with Alex Smith? Another thing is, which is which is the, the main reason why he's not getting touched as much as Alex Smith, because that offensive line is still the same, and that offensive line is still bullshit. It's the fact that he's getting the ball out of his hands 2.5 seconds or less, meaning it's a three-step straddle to a five-step strap, and it's out of his hands. Before they can get in and get near him, there is out his hands, which is crazy because if you watch some of the replays, it's like, dang. Like, you know Fisher's trash. You know Fisher's trash. He's over there struggling. But right now, he looks like a pro bowl t- uh, tackle because the ball is getting out of Pat Mahomes' hands quicker than everything. How many times have we seen Fisher get beat by the Steelers or by a certain DN in crucial games to help them get, win a playoff game or help them get them to the playoffs? And because the Fisher can't block a certain DN, they lose the game. Holding mm-hmm. penalty or a crucial second Alex Smith. It's been many years we didn't seen it. But now Pat Mahomes getting that ball in his hands for two, two to five seconds. I mean, two, under 2.5 two seconds. It's scary. It's like he probably won't get touched. And when he do try to get uh, rattled, he's running around like a young band, finding receivers. Hmm. It's, it's going to be crazy. And if he and it, it's going to tell next week when they play the uh, Patriots. I got to watch. That's a Sunday night, right? I don't think so. Monday. I thought it was prime time. Anyway, it, it, I gotta. It, it, I don't it, think it, I've it watched him. Prime time. I don't think I've watched Pat Mahomes yet. You haven't watched him at all. I don't think I've watched. I think I've watched like highlights, but I haven't watched him like red zone or nothing. But now you red zone. Not even it's like studies. the replay highlights. Like, I haven't watched a highlight. Like, we got the, we got a live TV on right now. Everybody from sideline talk. Drew Brees is signing a, a thousand autographs, knowing that he's gonna break the record tonight. Like, he's got everything. He got, like... Sign a thousand more and, like, get pulled at, like, 160. Damn, he at home. He, he definitely breaking that shit. <laughs> it's amazing when you got white people and black people smiling at the same time. Hang on. Just to get an autograph. Yeah, you, you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. So, it is a night game. This is a, this is a game that before more than I want to see my game. Because this is the potential divisional... Depending on what happened to Kansas City or New England in their future from now on, from here on, this is the potential. This is the potential AFC Championship game. The one that I would like to see, or one that I feel like has more promise than anything out of the AFC. Hmm. It's an eight twenty game at New England, Kansas City versus New England. Who you got? With Edelman back, I still would trust New England in that game. You would trust New England now. Just because I trust, I, just because I've seen Tom Brady in the fourth quarter when so he. So this is it. like a seven on seven type of game. Who can who can catch a pass? Who can stay in rhythm? Right. Get open, get a touchdown fast enough. Right. They might score too fast and. New England know what is, Tom Brady did. Yeah, New England is, is famous for getting into their running backs, run the clock out, hold the ball for seven to ten minutes, get a touchdown. Oh, seven seven. Oh, it's 14-17. Oh, we need New England to get down the field, score a touchdown, win the game, or tie the game up, go to overtime. 
This is a game that everybody should watch. This is the, the must-see game, pretty much. Like, this is almost a game like where you feel like the, the rising, up-and-coming new star of a quarterback that people didn't know about, the present slash future, and the legend going into, you know, being done. Because there's been times when Andy Reid and his coaching staff have developed a, pl- a game plan to beat New England mm-hmm. and New England. So it's like, can you do it again? I gotta, I gotta watch Pat Mahomes, but if he's able, oh, he's able on that defense. He's able. First in completions, second in pass attempts, third in pass, third in pass yards, fourth, fourth in pass, pass TDs. And this nigga not top five. Who say he ain't top five? Tavon. Tavon who? Dallas. Why you even look at that? I don't know. You you were an administrator. Why you even delete that? I don't know. <laughs> as petty as you are when it comes to Drew Brees, you should have deleted that with no problem <laughs> and put him on like administrator leave for like a week, like until next 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 week is over. Like you matter of fact, matter of fact, go back and screenshot it. Go screenshot it with your phone after this game was over with, and then be like. He not top five. And watch how many watch how many comments hit the thread after that. It's gonna be like hundred and fifty. I'm trying to tell you, you should do that. I mean, it's a, it's a three-one Saints team versus a two-one Redskins team. Mm. The Redskins need to take advantage of this game to show everybody in LC that they here for real. One, two, to stay on top of that division. Granted, you don't have to worry about the Giants right now, but anything can happen. The Cowboys took another L. And the Eagles could take another L. So you can put yourself in good favor of winning this game tonight. Al ain't going to try to hear that. But if the Redskins can win this game tonight, that will put them in good favor to try to take over that division. But Adrian Peterson, he going to try to show up tonight. Oh, y'all don't want me. Y'all ain't want me. Oh, they got Mark Ingram back. They got Mark Ingram back. Yep, that, that's defense ain't, that defense ain't as a slouch, though. No, that's going to help. It's going to help. It's not going to help anything. It is. Mark Ingram going to be back for a play fake up. Michael Thomas for 80. That's going to hurt your heart. Goddamn Michael Thomas. It's going to hurt your heart. So, next week out of the other games, of course, I just had Kansas City and New England. Uh, Jacksonville and at Dallas should be a good game because both teams still need to win because the Titans could beat us. They could beat us. We end up being... 500 3 and 3, and uh, Tennessee messing around be 4-2. And if Jacksonville lose that game, they're going to be 500 with us, and they're going to be just looking like, damn, what's going on? I guess we should have got RG3. But the crucial game, another crucial game is a division game at Cincinnati. It seems like they got all that home wins at the beginning of the season. It's the Steelers. Steelers at Cincinnati. That should be a good game to be like the rate, like the Steelers be like, yeah, we back. We got y'all, man. What's up? He hit three, two, and one. So I mean, anything can happen. Uh, any other crucial games? Uh, Cleveland has another crucial game versus the Chargers. So, other than that, you got a Thursday night game, but I don't like it. Like, they might even flex that to the afternoon or something on a Thursday night or a Thursday game. It's Philly versus the Giants. Yeah, they're going to flex like a I mean, house a, game. That's a, uh, what's it called? You said, what's it called? 
That's a rival game, so. It's a rival game, but ain't nobody, you know. I'm gonna watch it on Amazon because it look look pretty as hell on my 75 inch TV. <laughs> that's about it. Let's see what it look like. That's gonna be it. They might even. Flex. I don't know if I feel like. I'm gonna give it a couple more weeks. I ain't gonna curse. I ain't gonna curse him right now. You know what's sad? They gonna. But I know. may have a new favorite running back in the NFL. Who's that? He was the number two pick this year. Saquon Barkley? Yes, sir. Why? But he was already your favorite running back going into pretty much this year. Going into the... Uh, the draft. The draft was definitely the best running back. And I, I'm still a Leo guy, but Leo always hurt. Mm-hmm. Saquon is Leo, but faster, stronger, and healthier. Mm. <laughs> okay. You know about next week? They might even flex Monday night game. They gave San Fran so many primetime games because of Jimmy Garoppolo. It's ridiculous. They gave him another. They gave San Fran a primetime game versus uh, Green Bay. And that might get flexed. I would even flex. I would flex the Steelers uh, Bengals game to that rather than that, rather see that. Mm. I would flex the, the Jaguars Cowboys game. Oh, we just messed everything up. Because you could be head of division and still as win? Or what? Could be head of division and still as win. Uh-huh. Still as win, they got life again yeah. to, to win the division. Right. Bengals win, they running away with the division. Mm-hmm. Like, we just we screwed ourselves over royally. I told you. <laughs> I was like, oh, these little... Yo, that smart- October loss got to gotta equal a couple more December wins. That's pretty much how that, how that shaped up. Everybody look at it like, these losses count. These little teams that we should be beating, they count. Like Cincinnati, uh, you understand that because they got they had our number for years. You would think they would want to punch them in the mouth after what happened last year at the end of the year, but nah, they was like, nah, we ain't having that. I mean, they had one game. bad quarter. That one bad quarter felt like three. Yeah. Even though you shut them out in the second half, that don't mean nothing. Just like same thing with Cleveland, that ain't mean nothing. That still mean the L, don't it? Yeah. So, uh. Right now, not including this Monday night game, passing yards leader is Jared Goff with 17.27. And second is Kirk Cousins with 16.88. Ben Rouseberger with 16.64. Derek Carr with fourth place in 16.41. And Deshaun Watson, the fifth, with 16.21. Uh, rushing yard leader Jared is. Jared Goff will get 5,000 yards. Ooh. If not this year, next year. Where he going? I can see that. Uh, Russian is Zeke Elliott, 480. Todd Gurley, 415. Isaiah Crowell, 390. Kareem Hunt, surprisingly, 376. He turned it on. Matt Barreda, San Fran, 369. The receiving leader probably will change after the night. Michael Thomas has a good night. DeAndre Hopkins with 594. Adam Thielen with 589. Julio Jones with 564. He only got... What, 62 yards? No, hell no. Yeah, because I remember he, he was remember he was leading. He was leading last week with 502. So he must only have 62 yards. Don't look at the stats of Julio Jones. What the f- he had 62 yards with Five no touchdowns? Five catches, 62 yards, and no touchdown. <laughs> Where her back? <laughs> Yo, Julio is going to have like 2,000 yards and like three touchdowns this year. Oh, that's bad. Odell has 462 in fourth place. Brandon Cooks 
That's 452. Probably should have had more if he didn't have the concussion. That boy got, he might retire after this year or next year. Mm. They had multiple concussions. You had, I remember you had concussion in, in the Saints, New England. Now here, bro, you, yeah, you might need to call it a wrap. Wes Walker might be dialing your phone up, but like, you even wear this helmet that I wore? Or you need to go ahead and call it quits. Yeah. Um, switching the defense, Darius Leonard still has 54. Did he have a bye? Routine. No. Routine. Colts. He got hurt. He got he was inactive. Okay. He was inactive. He could have had he probably should have had like twenty more tackles, but he's still leading in NFL in tackles with fifty four. Kirk Alonzo has fifty. Nick Virgo with Cincinnati has forty nine. Buddha Baker, Arizona has forty eight. Joe Scobert, Cleveland has forty six. Geno Atkins leading the NFL in sacks right now with six. JJ Watt is right right. Tied with him with six. TJ Watt, his brother, has six. Demarcus Lawrence has 5.5, which he didn't have any socks last night, what that means. And Miles Garrett has five, which he got one yesterday. But he had five. Uh, nah, he got five. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. How many times did I was that? No, he only had that one. Okay. But I thought they said that that one was 5.5. So, uh, Ha Ha Dix is leading, is tied with five different people with three with three picks. Ha Ha Dixon has three. Xavier Howard from Miami has three. Dante Jackson still has three. Earl Thomas is still going to have three for the rest of the year because he's hurt. And Denzel Ward has three as also. Hey, man, you can't be mad at this. No, I hate when I scout somebody. Uh-huh. And they do exactly what I scouted them to do mm-hmm. for another team. Mm-hmm. Ain't that I wanted Denzel Ward in Baltimore because we Lord knows we ain't got the space for him in, in Baltimore. <sighs> but I say he's the best man corner one on one coming out in this draft. Mm-hmm. You take John Brown out of the game, and this offense looks completely different. Mm-hmm. No one else was winning one on one battles, including him. So, and you wanted to know in total defense. In total defense right now, the Washington Redskins, as of right now, before the Monday night game, they're 278 in total yards. Behind them is Jacksonville with 292. Third in Chicago, 294. Baltimore, for somehow and reason, is 303 and fourth place. Green Bay is fifth and 313. Green Bay is fifth? Yeah, they're fifth and 313.8. Passing defense. Who's number one? Baltimore. No. All right. Redskins. Yep. A one eighty seven point three. Yup. One eighty seven. Ha. One eighty seven. No. That's Damn, man. Any boy out, Lil Wayne. This nigga about to show off in New Orleans. Ah. <laughs> uh, second is Jacksonville, one ninety one point zero. Green Bay, two hundred eight point eight. Tennessee is two ten zero. Baltimore is two fifteen point four. Rushing is uh, Chicago. Two fifteen is fifth, right? Yeah. Okay. Chicago is they had a bye, so it still don't count. But they still leading in rushing defense at sixty four point yards of care, uh, per game. Philadelphia sixty six point four. New Orleans seventy nine point five. Tampa Bay eighty seven point eight. And the Ravens at eighty eight point four, which is 
Don't really change from last week, but so the Buccaneers and Bears both are on the bye. Yeah. Just don't really change anything for them. Uh, did you want to hear the offensive? Are we good? What's the best passing team? And total offense? Yeah. Total offense or passing? Uh, passing. All right, total passing is still the Buccaneers after the buys, 363.2. Los Angeles Rams is 337.2. Minnesota in third place in 321 yards, point four. Pittsburgh Steelers in 321. And Oakland Raiders was not a surprise because they're always down by a whole bunch much in fifth place in 316. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yep, yep, yep. But yeah, I know that hurts when you know that we only got 62 yards. It don't hurt me. I told you what it was. Y'all oh. won't believe it. Y'all oh. don't want to believe it. Matty, Matty Ice. I told you what it was. So who scored all the touchdowns? From? I mean, they only got points. They only got two touchdowns, but who scored all two touchdowns from there? I know Calvin got one. I think Calvin got one. I don't think so, because I was playing Calvin really in fantasy, and he didn't score that many points. No. Damn, four catches, 38 yards. Yo, this is that's that's gotta be Matty Ice. Mm-hmm. Four, thir- four for thirty eight with Calvin Ridley, mm-hmm. five for sixty two with Julio. Mm-hmm. Against the Steelers. Okay. John Brown scored against the Steelers, right? Yeah, could have scored twice. He ain't nowhere near Julio. He ain't nowhere near Calvin. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, he better though. To me, <laughs> oh man, this goddamn Alabama play. What you think about Alabama? They're gonna be in the championship, okay? They're gonna win it. They're not gonna win it. They're gonna win it. Who will win it? Ohio State. Ohio, who? Ohio State. Okay. Going to win the championship this year. All right. That's that's off of what? Because they barely beat Penn State with Haskins. their leg leather pass rush without Bosa. Haskins. Haskins. Mm-hmm. I don't know about that. I really don't. Tua's going to get his Heisman. And Haskins is going to show out. And you got Coach Irv. Mm. They ain't afraid of Nick Saban. Ohio State will win it this year. Ohio State will win it. I don't believe it. I'm going to call the upset right now. Georgia might get them in the the SEC championship game. They have the team to do it this year, even with all that defense leaving? And 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 their offensive line? Still got Baker. Uh Still got 77. Isaiah won 71 and 77. I don't know. If you talk about the freshman last year, they still there. Yeah. Yeah. He's 71. He should be 71. Okay. I can't remember. Well, no, one of them was 71, one of them was 77, and one was Isaiah. Yeah. Not Isaiah, the other, yo. Still got Baker. Still got Holyfield. I'm not Baker. Yeah, Baker on on defense, the okay. corner. Yeah. Still got Holyfield and Swift in the backfield, which is just as potent as um the New England running back and – Tony Michelle? Michelle. Okay. And Chubb, 
So they they pretty much reloaded that. You got a championship game quarterback already that been in the SEC championship game mm-hmm. and played in Atlanta twice last year. Okay. Um. Again, in Atlanta, so is a Georgia fan. I'm just saying they got that upset. What about uh? Baker's going to walk when take away Judy. I feel about Baker this year how I felt about Denzel Ward last year. And I got to do more scouting, so it's very preliminary. But he's probably the best man in that cover corner. Mm. Just saw what he did with uh, with Debo. And uh, Missouri wide receiver, that's nice too. Took them completely out the game. And Drew Locke is no slouch. Drew Locke is probably the most accurate quarterback coming out this year. Mm. He's just a statue. That's the only thing that's going to drop him down. I'm just saying, man, you know, they get the Rock's nephew into Lulu. Alabama look kind of scary having down in the high 40s. They do. 50s again. You finally gave Nick Saban the quarterback. Daily now. But. What was the best quarterback he had before him? For his if, if you can think system, it was probably A.J. McCarron's for his system. Mm. Not really talent-wise, but A.J. McCarron's is going to do what he needs to do to get the ball to uh, – was it Ingram or was it Richardson? One of the Heisman backs. Yeah, both of them, really. Okay. So you gave it to the Heisman backs. Throw it to Julio and uh That's scary that, that, that know that you had <laughs> you still had Alvin I mean Alvin Kamar on that team too as well. So and he just didn't screw up. Mm-hmm. And he had I forgot who his center was. His center was nice that year too. Matter of fact, his whole front line was crazy nice that year. Yeah. You, you pretty much all the <laughs> – damn it, the whole five and the whole four on the other side got picked up right. in the NFL draft. Early. Early. So, no later than day two. That right. <laughs> whole five. You like, where you work at? Alabama. Oh, you hired. Right. I, I, you know, I, <laughs> I just went there for general studies. No, you hired. I don't care what nobody said. You hired. You're Alabama. Yeah, so probably it probably was A.J. McCarron's before Tua. Just because he didn't screw up. So you want to get with this uh, this next week's schedule real quick before we get out of here? Yeah, yeah. Drew Brees coming up. I'm antsy. I'm cheering for him and against him at the same damn time. That's crazy. You, you, you're not you're not cheering against him. You just you just hope that he didn't. I'm just it. hoping that this run game take off and Drew like I want to go throw ten passes tonight. That's not, that's never happened though. It hasn't. Because even they, they'll, find, they'll find a 70-yard screen pass. It got to happen. <laughs> a 50-yard shovel pass out of somewhere, out of nowhere. It got to happen. Nah. It has to. It's not going to happen. I've been told you this for the past two weeks. It's not going to happen. All that's going to happen is he's going to add to his, uh, he going to add to it. That's about it. Yeah, you're right. So... Thursday night game, we talked about it. The Eagles well, at least they don't got to jump me at the M&T Bank Stadium because Nick Snow was going to the whole full oh and Drew God. broke it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. You the only motherfucking chairman that why they didn't have a Saints fan. <laughs> Thursday night game, 820, Eagles at the Giants. I'm going to go Eagles on a close one. I'm going to go Giants. They get the – they're going two and four. And Eagles gonna panic, and they gonna be two and four. 
They want to giant yeah. Eagles fans are going to panic in some like some type of way. They don't know what to do. They're going to talk about finding somebody. And Giants are going to be hungry. They're going to try to win that game. They will try to get back in the, the thick of things. They'll relive that, they relive that season. Doug um, Peterson making me look like a liar. Ah, what you say? No, I was just saying. I was pretty much – I put Doug Peterson and Sean McVay, like, up there. It's like top coaches already. Especially Doug Peterson after his Super Bowl mm-hmm. and Sean McVay this year. I said he's going to win it. Okay. Tampa Bay, I must win for both games, for both teams, I might say. Tampa Bay at Georgia playing the Falcons. I'm going to go Butler here. I'm going to go Falcons. If they don't win with Jameis or um, Fitz. Don't have nobody to stop. Anybody. Nobody can stop. I'm just saying they're going to edge them out because they're home. Buccaneers, Detroit. You just, I just said it was like top something. They could be top whatever, but they still got their hands. Oh, they can't run. That's right. Yeah. You can't run. You're you not going to try to run the ball anyway. You don't know who your running back is. You don't know who your running back is since, since Doug Martin. Even though you drafted the boy from USC, you ain't using him. Yeah. Well, Ronald Jones can't block, so. He ain't got a block. He do got a block. Had a rock over. You want him to block, put somebody else in the game. Put an extra tight end set in there. Go hybrid or something. That's what they do. That's why they. That's why he's not playing because they pass the ball a lot. Oh, you you just you just being picky. Uh, we got Carolina Panthers at the Washington Redskins in DC. I'm gonna go Panthers. I'm gonna go Panthers as well. Next game: Seattle at Oakland. Coin flip. I'm gonna go Raiders though. Raiders at home. I'm gonna go Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle. Why is that 1 o'clock? I don't know. That might. That's like what? That's 11 o'clock in the morning for them. Yeah. That might change. Why does <laughs> that 1 o'clock? Hey, that guy changed. How is that 1 o'clock when Tennessee is at 4 o'clock? Yeah, that's stupid. Let's let something happen in, like, uh, <laughs> schedule-wise, the stadiums or, like, something like. Because Oakland. The A's are out of it. Yeah, they are they out of it. I don't know. There's something else that's gonna be popping out. Well, well, San Fran's not they. That's the new stadium is a little far farther away from anything. Well, so. San Fran is further away from Oakland, though. Right. So I'm, I mean, they're not worried about traffic wise. What's the Rams? The Giants are still in it though. Who? San San Francisco Giants, right? San Francisco 49ers? Oh, I thought you were talking about the. Uh, I thought you were talking about the, the other four. I was I was talking I was thinking about all the. So where's the Rams? Rams are away. The Chargers are away. San Fran's away. So, Oakland's the only oh, one home. Why the, are they playing at 11 o'clock? Uh, it's it's got to be something in Cali that's popping off that we don't know about. All right, forget it. Yeah. Oakland won't win because it's at 11 o'clock. She had to wait up yet. All right. Uh, Indy at New New York. Hmm. I'm going to go Colts. I think Andrew Luck is finally starting to get something. Mm-hmm. Quentin Nelson won't get that boy killed, though. Darius Leonard play, I'm going to go to Colts. If he don't play, I'm going to go to Jets. Right now, I'm going to get that boy killed, like I told y'all before. He had one horrible play that y'all won't let go. But, terrible, your boy, yo. but your boy Willie Hernandez was getting smashed in that left side with shoulder. Like, it ain't nothing. Like, he should have been a fifth-round pick. It ain't nothing physical about that guy right now. He's he seen the NFL mm-hmm. like, I might retire after this year. That's what it's looking like for him. 
they did say he, he had a heart issue. Like, he, his heart wasn't in football. Yeah, that was, like, first or second year in college. And then um, you got the boy Brandon Smith, uh, Braden Smith. He over there playing uh, right tackle right now. So, I mean, he ain't playing no better right now. They went one and two with them. So I thought that was going to be better. But right now, he's just still having um, offensive line problems. But, I mean, but this is their first year. So, once they get their first year, I know they probably be better. Mm-hmm. I mean, Colton Miller, he's he's playing decentable. Colton Miller's playing decentable. L.A., right? I mean, Oakland, right? Yeah, Oakland. Uh, who's the other line? I mean, y'all boy, he out for the year. He frail as hell. The Cincinnati lineman. Oh, I don't know. No, no, not him. Oh. Not him. I'm talking about uh, Georgia. When? Yeah. Billy Price, I don't know how long he's going to be out for. It looked like it was a little serious, but I'm not sure. That was a broken foot or something. Uh, damn, a broken foot? I thought so. Oh, shit. Who else with the offensive linemen that we had looked at and he was like, yeah. I'm about to think of right now. No, it was a center in Iowa that I liked as well. We ain't hear too much about him. I know he got picked up, though. All right. Uh, Arizona at Minnesota. I'm going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Arizona. Josh Rosen make it two in a row. Okay, you smoking. Um, I said Josh Rosen was the best quarterback coming out, so I got to stick with it. All right. We got, I think, the second game of the week. So you got the Steelers at the Bengals. I got the Steelers coming back, being three, two, and one, humbling the uh, Cincinnati Bengals just a little bit because they always had that number. Until Bengals got a better defense, but I don't think that matters right now. I'm gonna go Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Another one o'clock game is Los Angeles Chargers at Cleveland. So another team. We seem like Cleveland and Cincinnati have all their most of their home games the beginning of this year. So they're pretty much gonna be in a wave, gonna cold, hot at the end of the year. So since we got Los Angeles Rams, I mean Los Angeles Chargers at Cleveland, who do you have? Let me get LA. I will have LA as well. Kenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, better running back, better offensive line, defenses, a little bit more physical than ours with Darren James. I will go with at the Chargers. We have another another one o'clock game, Buffalo at the Texans. Buffalo at Texans. That's tough. It ain't that tough. I'm gonna go Buffalo. Woo! It's a different monster. This ain't Marcus Marliota. He don't even have about two fingers. He ain't got no th- feeling in the other three. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Texans. I'm gonna go with the Texans. And Clowney and J.J. Watt will combine for four and a half sacks. Hmm. Four and a half. They're going to spoil. They're not going to spoil. They're going to play better than that office line that they playing now. Because you know how many sacks we had against them. Think about Clowney and who. You know, him and his brother got six to combine. After this week, they might have 12. Mm-hmm. So, we got with everybody's favorite defensive player of the year for some reason. I don't know why. Khalil Mack and the Bears versus the Dolphins. What do you mean you don't know why? 
I don't know why. I still don't get it. Every the problem, like I'm not gonna get like it. I trust, I trust your eye for defense over mine. I really do, but I don't get it. I don't. No, see I'm it. not saying. Listen, <laughs> I always make this statement before I always give my criticism. I say he's a great player, but he's not LT. Of course not. But the when I hit thing to LT no, was, was no, but DT. before I, before let me finish. Before I every time I hear anything about Khalil Mack on TV or everybody else, come on man, you hating man? That boy balling, that boy nice, that boy do this, that boy, yo. I have watched him play. I watched him play in Buffalo. I, people asked me who he was when he was in Buffalo. I'm telling you, the boy nice. I was a, I'm a fan, but you're not gonna sit here and tell me. That he's he'll he'll change the whole game completely all the way through. He does not do that. He does though. So you didn't hear his when they play Arizona. You didn't you didn't hear about him anything until he got that strip fumble, that sack fumble. But it was like the most bogus thing because if it was Ben, if it was any other quarterback, he'll truck him. He'll keep moving. He'll get the first down. He got that on who? A rookie quarterback. He got it though. But the same thing I'm saying. He just got beat by a rookie quarterback and couldn't get the sack fumble. How, that how many times have you been getting beaten by a rookie quarterback for the past two, three years? That's our MO now. Every time we say, oh, we playing a rookie quarterback, it's nothing. And we get beat. That record that John Harbaugh has, that was the beginning of his career when he had the great losses and the Ed Reeves was get, still getting picks and he was still getting tip balls and turnovers and fumbles and here and there and Suggs was still playing better than what he is now. That was the beginning of their career. Not now. Get He's no getting out coached. You ain't gonna get no argument from me. You ain't gonna get no argument from me. But I'm saying is, what he's doing right now, there's somebody playing even better than what he's playing. Or equal. I think Khalil Mack is the front runner right now for defensive player of the year. I don't think so. I, don't I can easily say I can else. easily say it's TJ Watt. Doesn't even have a defense. Doesn't Okay, so you're the look, best player. Say that, say that, worst, no, no, no. Say that one more time. They don't have a defense. And he and say it again. T.J. Watt is the best player on the worst defense. Yes. So what was the case for the Raiders when he won? He's not at the MVP? Raiders right now. No, no, no. What was the case when he won MVP of the year for defensive player? He was the best That's player on the, on the what? On the worst team. Thank you. What was his stats as an MVP defensive MVP? I didn't know he won it before. I'm honest. Exactly. <laughs> he won it with. Oh, that's right. He did win. But he played everywhere, though. He played every technique. He, same thing I seen. What was the best defensive player of the year stats in the past five years? I don't know. I got to look at that. No, I'm exactly. defense like that. I know. The best is T.J. Watt. No, it's J.J. Watt. The second best is Von Miller. Von Miller... Second or third best year is damn near almost equal as say that second or third best year is equal to Khalil Mack. Fifteen sacks, couple tackles here and there, strips here and there. But just feel like it was given to him; it wasn't earned. If you know what I'm saying. Or the year was 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 bullshit, and he was like, "All right, that's the best year." But she probably could have easily gave him somebody with like a hundred plus tackles. Think about that. So how 
I'm not taking anything away from his talents, right. but you're not going to say, sit here and be like, all right, he's the best and give me a half answer, half-ass answer and back it up with his stats because I see other stats compared to his and be like, that don't even compare. I'm just saying he changes, he changes the game. I'm not really worried about the stats. I'm not really worried about that. That Green Bay Packers game changed when he stopped rushing the passer and when they would take him out. That changed. Oakland right now changed because they don't have Khalil Mack. They still losing with Khalil Mack. But they still losing with Khalil Mack. The turnovers that he was getting, they're not even getting those anymore. But they're still losing, is what I'm telling you. That's fine. You can lose with him. He's not. I'm about to say he's not really adding to the win. At the end of this year. Damn, somebody must. At the end of this year, if he has the same or equal or around the same stats, it could be under or just a touch over, he will win the MVP strictly off of media hype alone. Mm. It's not nothing that he will be earned. It's not nothing that he will be like, he's straight monster. Like I said, he's one of them guys who's like an AP on offense. He'll get you the little tackles here and there, and then he'll get that one or two, three sack game, and then all of a sudden, he a monster for life. Mm. Mm -hmm. And I'm a fan. This is coming from a fan that's critical that I can see outside the line and everything else. Everybody just say straight up, like, nah. Like, like how... Tay be critical of Suggs or whatever. He gave it up. All right, yo, he had a good year uh, this last year or the year before. Mm -hmm. But you still expect him to do better. Khalil Mack, he's a good player. He changes the game. But, blase, blase, blase. People don't have that but a lot for Khalil Mack like I do. And that's the problem that I have because I see different stuff. I see him almost be like Suggs and be like, nigga, you got blocked by a tight end? Nigga, you got black, but a bullshit ass Coach Miller? Something like that. But then he'd be like, wait, how many sacks did he get us against us last year? I'm from, I can take a look. Did he get one? Huh? I don't think he got one. Thank you. Who was the left tackle? Who was the left and right tackle? Stanley and, and Hurst? No. Was it Hurst? No, it wasn't Hurst. Lewis, Hurst, but either or. Stanley and we just sent them to Tampa? No, we sent them to Buffalo. Whoever the right tackle is in Buffalo right now. Think about that. I can't remember who it was. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you are the best at what you do. Everybody be like, damn, you gotta go against Kilo Mac. No, I don't have that type of feeling. Right. You gotta go against TJ Watt or JJ Watt. You be like, you like, damn, that might be a problem. If I, if I line, that might be a problem. Dunlap, Geno Atkins, that might be a problem. And Geno Atkins backs that up by my statement right there, leaving the lead in sack with six. Demarcus Lawrence, that might be a problem. Khalil Mack, you be like, all right. But people don't Gino think Atkins about that. A, he's a defensive end, right? He's a defensive tackle. Exactly. <laughs> no. He's having he's having a, a, a Aaron Donald type of year right right now, which he's killing. It's crazy. To do to do that right now at that 
nose tackle or outside the outside the center lane. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They have six sacks. Some defensive tackles don't even have six tack six sacks out the year. And you got it. I don't think Brandon Williams got six for a career. <laughs> he just got one, and that was his first since 2016. Yeah. What's this year? 2018. Thank you. Why are you not consistently pushing up the middle on the pass rush? How much? How much is your money? You really we take them off the field on third down. They know that. So even when they do that, and you want to spread, and it's on third and four, Yo. third and five, they want to spread, and they end up wanting to delay uh, action plays, and then what? Who we got there? We got a fullback hybrid getting Should washed. Said. Should be said. Come on now. Should be said. But like I said, man, I mean. I'm gonna leave it a little man. I just know I'm. I'm telling you, I'm guaranteed he's gonna win Defensive Player of the Year. I mean, I'm not saying he's LT. I'm not even saying he's DT. But he he makes plays. He makes things happen. I'm not saying he's not. I'm not saying that. I'm just telling you right now, it's forced okay. to be outside to be make a Pro Bowl outside linebacker and defensive end and a Pro Bowl. You like really? Really? Okay, that's cool. Um, to continue, that was. But Bears win that, huh? Bears win that game. I can see that. I can see that. Oh, that could be a trap game for the Bears too. Coming a little high, you just beat Tampa Bay the way you did. It could be a trap game, and that's in Miami, so you just never know. Um, they had they had the Bengals seventeen up, and the defense could figure out. And Tannehill don't do no Jameis dumbness. They probably gonna win that game. Tannehill. Uh, the Rams at Buff at uh, the Broncos. Rams, easy. Yeah, 6-0. and um, Jacksonville at the Cowboys. I'm going to go Jackson. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. I'm going to go it, Cowboys. They're already real If you get Sean out. Lee back, I like uh, Vander Ash, how he was playing last night. Mm-hmm. A little bit I was saying. He was all over the field. He was all over the field. He had fun last night. Um, uh, I like Brenda Ash, but they could have they could have went elsewhere. Just like how I feel like we missing a receiver that's consistent to get down the field and score touchdowns, but the Cowboys are missing right now. Yeah. So it's a and loss. everybody was on the board when they picked Brenda Ash. You still had Carroll on the board. You still had Courtland on the board. You still had whoever on the Yo, board. Yo, imagine if we could have picked up Smith. Jalen Smith. Mm. Remember, you passed on Jalen Smith and uh, Miles Jack. Mm. Imagine having both of them on the squad. Mm. Or one of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with if, if Blake Bortles throws. I'm still mad. We passed, we passed on uh, what's your homie from the Falcons that's hurt? Who? Neil? Uh, Jones. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Passed on yo out of LSU for somebody not even in the roster no more. No matter what happened this game right here, Cowboys need to win this game, and they at home. So I'm gonna go to the Cowboys and leave it there. Yeah, I'm gonna go Cowboys. Um, we're gonna skip to the Sunday. We're gonna skip Sundays. Leave that for one of the last. San Fran at Green Bay, real quick. Green Bay better win. Green Bay should win. Um, and then we got. I'm gonna go our game before. I'm gonna switch tradition. I'm gonna go our game before the uh, Kansas City game. Ravens at Tennessee. Can't lose to your defensive coordinator. You just fired. Yes, you can. Because he can know everything about you. 
You can't lose to him. He no Marty. So what you say? You can't lose to him. You say can't. Your job is on the line. You can't lose to him. I hate you talking. You go three and three against your defensive coordinator that you fired. You see how you saying that? You can't lose. But is that doubt in the back of your mind? There's always doubt because it's fucking Titans. (laughs) You're supposed to win. Marcus Mariona is going to give you maybe two. But if we can't score on him and Bayard comes through and make plays like he did last year, it's easy. It's an hour for So the last time we done, the last three times we done played them, they beat us one out of, we beat two two times out of three. Last year, 23 to 20. And 2014, we beat them 21 to 7. And then 2011, they beat us 26 to 13. <clears throat> Their defense is ranked seventh. The offense is ranked 29th. Uh, their passing is ranked 29th. Their rushing uh, is ranked 17th. Mm. Our rushing is ranked 25th. Our passing is ranked eighth. Our defense is uh, ranked fourth. Our offense is ranked 11th. Um. I'm going to go Titans this game. you going to go Titans? Yeah. Now, I'm going to look at that schedule real quick because their offense is kind of atrocious. So, the first game of the year, they scored. That first game of the year don't even count. No, it don't because it was like eight hours. Right. It's versus Miami, 20-17. to 17. They lost. They lost again. No, they, they won. The first game versus the uh, the – uh, the Texans twenty to seventeen. The next game was nine to six. They beat Jacksonville. The game after that, they beat Philly twenty six to twenty three, and then they lost to Buffalo twelve to thirteen. So you're not scoring consistently, is what mm-hmm. it sounds like. The highest total was twenty six. But we just scored fucking nine points. Mm-hmm. But their nine points won and beat a pretty much healthy uh, without Leo. Jacksonville team. Without Jacksonville, the Ravens are better than Jacksonville. I'm sorry, without Leo, the Ravens are better than Jacksonville. So what do you see this team as? As a, as a letdown they had offensively, you got Titans winning. I think I'm changing that. I talked myself back into it. Ravens got this. It's a close one. And mm-hmm. Bayer is going to get a pick. But Mariota's going to give us two. Deion Lewis had 20 touches, we lose the game. If he had positive 20 touches, we lose the game. Forget what the receivers do. If Deion Lewis has 20-plus touches, positively, like gashiness, we'll lose the game. Hopefully, Piers is ready to come back this week. No matter what Piers do. I do. Because mostly what Deion Lewis does, he's like a little scat back. So. Right, he outside. But I got the Titans. I got the Titans by seven. I got Ravens by three. Okay. The primetime game, the game of the uh, the week is Kansas City at New England. Who do you have? <clears throat> I'm going to go Patriots. I think it's time for them to get their little, their little run together. Mm-hmm. Run away with this division. Okay. And, you know, start rushing people up. Out of the last three games, hit the hit games, Kansas City is two to two to one. Last year they beat them 
2016, they lost 27 to 20. And 2014, they lost 41 to 14. So it seems like when Kansas City wants to beat New England, they're going to put up 40. Yeah. They'll give up 20 or 14 or whatever, but they're going to put up 40 to beat you. That's how they should beat New England. That's how the team should try to beat New England. They have the fifth-ranked offense with the 32nd last in the league defense. Mm-hmm. And everything except for the passing and the offense is in the middle. So that defense is in the middle with 16, and they rushing is uh, 14th. Their passing is 21st, and their offense is 23rd. But I think that would change by years end, especially with getting uh, <coughs> Adam and back. Getting Adelman back and getting Josh Gordon acclimated to the system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be a 10-point victory for Patriots. Okay. Yeah. All right. I got New England. That's my pick for the AFC Championship. They get there, and that's something to roll with. So. Interesting. What? I think we all got three different. We got three different teams representing the AFC. You got Jacksonville. I'm saying I, I didn't pick mine to go to the Super Bowl. I'm picking mine just to get to the AFC Championship. I had Jacksonville. I was definitely. I'm completely off of that bandwagon, but it, it's in jeopardy. I was never on that bandwagon because I feel like you got to run and play defense in December. But if you can't can't trust that Leo's gonna be there in December. But still, even though if you got Leo, you still gotta trust Blake Bortles to score. You gotta run and play defense. Exactly. And what Kareem Hunt did, he ran the ball. They played defense. They they well, Kansas City showed they can play defense versus that team. And with the injuries that they have, and that's kind of hard to come back from. I just feel like like me looking at the chance of Jacksonville. I never seen them in the AFC Championship off of uh, Boye and. Blake Bortles. I think the defense makes enough plays. With Jalen Ramsey on the other side, Boye is going to see the see, spare another, share. Another thing about that AFC Championship game is the fact they didn't have Adam. So if you could have Adam in with Brandon Cooks, that's a different type of a monster. Because who are you going to have to stick him in the slot? Who is that slot? Guy? Now you can have you can have your line, but your Humbert linebackers, your Miles Jack, and your Gibsons and. You could even try to have a, a Boye and, and Jalen Ramsey to cover him in certain situations. But what is that boy uh, known for anything? Getting that first down and getting yak. So once you start converting that, and, and at the end of the year, Josh Gordon could start developing something, Hogan might find his way out, and you're going to have Gronk. Because you you got to, you gotta if you have the one-on-one matchup and you feel like Gronk is, no matter how people how many people feel about Gronk, what's, what's the answer to cover him? Double-team him. Put a safety on him sometimes. So if you got your best player playing him and you got a weak defender playing Edelman, then what does that mean? One-on-one with somebody. That's dangerous. And then with, with, with White doing right now, with them two, yeah. come on now. You can't sit here and realistically be like, yo, to not say they're not going to be in the playoffs and they need two games or at least at least being a wild card. No, they got the division. Buffalo, Jets fight still up. Yeah. Yeah, they still got that division easy. Maybe next year it might be more of a fight, but mm-hmm. this year they got the division easy. So, that's all I got to say. 
right. That's our show for this evening. Um, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Spotify. Again, brand new to Spotify starting this week. So, yeah, if you want that, go ahead and follow us. Be blessed, be productive, be more. We love you. We out. Here. You know when you order a new video game, or a golf club, or a blender, and then it arrives at your door, you get a little thrill. Imagine how much more thrilling it is when you order a new car. With Nissan at Home, you can shop for the perfect ride and order it without ever having to go anywhere. Sure beats a golf club or a blender. Buy a new car entirely online with Nissan at Home. Deliver direct from dealer to driveway. Thrill starts here. Services may vary at participating dealers subject to applicable lossy dealer for details.